listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Probando uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres. One, two, three. Coming direct. Coming live from the treehouse. Because we COVID compliant, boy. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, get on the PCC clip. This is nice right here. Treehouse. Are we going to catch the sunset? Bro, let's, 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 let's lay the foundation now first. BNG Foundation. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my fucking treehouse located in the front yard of my house. Mm -hmm. Because of COVID rules, regulations, and paranoia. We decided to take the episode outside. Yes, sir. To bring Thank it to you. you live and direct. That was the only way we were going to get the diva Chicle to join us on this episode today. That's the only way. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> but I got hey, approval. Welcome back. You look good in that new microphone. You look hey, good with that nice. new headset, bro. Dude, what is, is this? Bro, that is a, what is that called? That is a Sure 7MB, dog. El vato de, de, del catalog me dijo, bro, you want to take your, your podcast to the next level? You, yeah, you need to buy this. This is it right here. That bitch didn't tell me how much it was until we were done, Ooh. though. Yeah, so shit. Joining me with That's El Compa Chicle. Yes, it is, by the there way. El Compa Chicle brought his uh, the partner in crime, Christian, El Profe. What's up, homie? Welcome back. Hey. How have you been? I've been good. Look at this. I'm, I mean, you, you haven't been back not because you're scared of the Rona, just because you don't provide content that's viable. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm not, I'm not a valuable member. Damn. <laughs> no cierto. I'm like, I'm like a footnote. No. Oh. no, 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 no. Ah, ya va Asterisk. I'm a late <laughs> Welcome back, Christian. Hey. How have you been? Bro? I've been good. Yeah. What I'm have on, you been? Go I am ahead. on vacation. Nice. Hey. What does that mean? Sleeping in. Yeah. What else? A lot of beer. Yeah. And then more sleeping in. Fuck the life. Myself, since you asked. <laughs> Today's the first day of four consecutive days off. Before, everyone's like, oh, yes, okay, we push pandemic. I've been off the... I've been essential this whole time. At UPS, this is the longest stretch of time off I've had since fucking March, bro. Ugh. And I'm waiting for it. And I decided to spend the first day with you, Cabezones. And my wifey put out an episode earlier today. Yeah, it was good. Nice. You know what? I'm, I'm learning the, 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 the modifications, the uh, how to record using the new setup. I completely screwed it up, but it's okay. It's out there. You know, we live, we learn, we, we take it from there. This one is a little bit better. You know, we're, for the first time, we're doing legitimate three microphones setup. You know, right. this, this is very difficult to do with the old setup. Mm -hmm. But with this new setup, the Rote Podcaster, es otro pedo. It's yeah. otro pedo, dog. It looks cool, too. <laughs> Chicle just admiring it. Look at him. What up, Chicle? What's you up to? Cuéntame algo bonito, hijo. Same as Christian. Two weeks off. Been hanging out, watching all kinds of movies and shows with the wife and kids. <laughs> Finished my shed I built over the summer. Damn, that's Finally a long today. project, bro. Yeah, I got into it. Took me like three days. I put it up. And then school started. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything to it. Relax. And finally, the last three days, I've been put a door up, covered the windows, moved my screen printing equipment in there. You're moving into your shed. Yes, sir. Nice. It's two stories. It can be. It has a shitter. An <laughs> <laughs> escalation. Just a bush on the Not side. quite. Yeah, yeah. Un arbolito allá It's nice to be all here together, safely yeah. distance, you know, on a tree house. It's breezy out. 
bringing you the, uh, the, the the current temperature. It's currently a steady 57 degrees here in the fair city of Chula Vista, West Side, downtown. City nestled three blocks away from Three Ponqueos here in Micanton. We will catch the sunset, as you were yeah, asking. Very romantic. We, we, yes. we, we will catch the sunset. But more importantly, let's catch up. We haven't seen each other in a while. Well, I lie. I lie. We have seen each other. We've done a lot of things since we've last all been on the podcast. We've mm -hmm. built the Emo Brown Foundation. We started the, the, the groundwork in order to set up the nonprofit. We nailed our first Binchy uh, fundraiser. We were able to raise more than $6,000 for uh, three local schools, three local families, and all the students involved in this program. We've linked up with more people, bro. It's been a busy pandemic. Yeah. If we didn't use this opportunity to take it to the next level, we were never going to take it to the next level. This is, you know, share your thoughts. Yeah, no, that was fun. That was, no, that was a that was a that was a great that was a great uh, a fundraiser. I think it got a lot of people to who normally wouldn't donate because they just wouldn't, you know, and they just saw us. Tacaños o qué pedo? Yeah, no, maybe I don't know. I think during this during this COVID, people have really seen the the need to help others. You know, they realize how 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 good they have it, and I think ben, uh, you know using some of their assets to help us out, I think is really good. Right. That includes local businesses. I want to give a quick shout out to the local businesses here because without your what's that? What's that? The businesses. <laughs> I didn't know we had an audience. Damn, bro. Damn. We're like lining up at the treehouse. <laughs> nah, there was a bunch of local businesses that, that stepped up and helped us out. You know, ultimately the goal is to start something that we're proud of that we can like um all all pitch in and and share, you know, share what we can. And we, we did a good job. Excellent job, boys. Excellent job. Excellent job. Clint, the whole gang, Gus, Caesar, Tony, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Um, now we're here, 10 months in, day 783 of the pandemic. <laughs> we're having fucking... Get build, dog. What's been going on with that? It, keep, it keeps getting worse, no? Just when, you, just when you think I'm out, they bring me back in. Bro. No matter. Yeah. Have you been affected directly by this? Um, not like our family, no, but a lot of people around us, you know, we're hearing that, you know, family's gotten it and, you know, everyone's trying to lay low. And I think definitely on my wife's side of the family, they, you know, it, it's come real close, but luckily everyone's as healthy as you could be, yeah. you know? And I think that that's something that keeps coming up, right? Like the, the, the number of deaths is really low until some people feel like, oh, well, then it's not that bad. You know, but I, I think there's so much more that happens. Like, when people you hear, don't have to die to, yeah, like, be, to be suffering, yeah. you know. Right when, when people hear 99.7% like um, survival rate, I feel people get a little bit lax, a little bit. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're not really like um, too concerned about it. But then when you break it down in terms of one out of a thousand people, are dying as a direct cause from COVID related right. issues. I think that thing that puts things into perspective. Yeah. I haven't been affected directly. My wifey's mom, La Suegra, she, uh, she was, she had a false positive, you know, cause I, we were talking earlier about those, uh, um, the $60 or the hundred dollar, 10 minute, 15 minute turnaround tests. They're only 60% per, per uh, accurate, you know? So it's like, Everybody in her family, when it came down to it, like somebody in the outskirts of the family had it and everybody in that family like started taking tests. Everybody was good except La Suegra. La Suegra came out. She took the, 
the, the, the 15 minute test and yeah she came out positive so everybody freaked out that in turn like set off a series of domino related effects where it's like now her brother was in contact so he had to go get a test yeah. um obviously the suegro wifey you know um and yeah i mean it, it just all went pop, 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 pop. just just kind of went down the line yeah and, and that's when it got scary you know the brewery we had a scare there had to put things in place be like what's going on took tests again everything came back good all good ups there's not one day that goes by without a guy that shows up or that doesn't show up rather because they got hit with the rona mm. so I, I for when we stopped doing the podcast um the last one was clint we had a fucking scare like he would told me like oh bro this and i was like all right take your test let me know what's up everything was fine but i just told the wife is like it's time to unplug it figure out a way to like if i'm gonna keep this podcast going just kind of like figure out a way to come back around and do it in in a more cautious manner yeah and and here we are in in, in the bng treehouse the treehouse chronicles episode one christian i had my mom had it my mom had it about like maybe like about a month ago and i didn't find out till my she told my sister oh damn and my mom's in tijuana so she didn't she, tell you bro she didn't tell me why do you think she didn't tell you because i would overreact i was gonna uh, say that yeah. bro is that i was is that what you think exact, of me no <laughs> it's true I, it's true though obviously it's you not a lot obviously it's not a thought if i know no because i think my mom my mom doesn't drive mm. traditional mexican lady doesn't drive she takes a bus everywhere oh la mula, la and she comes from tijuana where there's you know you have calafias and you have los taxis and there's no like social distancing in there you know so she got it and then but she said she was fine and then my sister tells me she's like hey call mom because she said she is not feeling well and she and i talked to my mom she was like already over it she was okay but the first two days she said she's like i felt i was gonna die like she when she told me that i was like that's 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 terrible have you seen your mother since i don't i don't because we're because my mom travels a lot we want to distance no, she's yourself. she's not part of our you know quote-unquote bubble mm. you know she's just the lady that gave birth to you she, that's it and we facetime all the time ah well that's and, nice and you know and my dad too like he's not he's he, they don't live close to us so they're not around us that's scary man it is scary it's scary like think about it like like you said like you said earlier it, it, it's a domino effect that we don't think of right we may be super healthy because are we young we're young we're young we're young at heart young we're, young at heart. <laughs> we're young at heart but but you don't know what you might uh, you might have, you know. You don't yep. know that, you know. I have a ninety-seven-year-old, you know, grandma. That is, imagine having that on your conscience that you went out to go do something and you come home and then you're the one who did it. Well, I, I have yeah. a ninety-three-year-old grandma, mm -hmm. and we went over there for Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and we've been safe, man. I mean, I've, I've you, you've taken tests, mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. you say you take mm -hmm. tests on a monthly basis, Chicle. I was going every other week. And so every two weeks you take a test. I've taken two. Um, wait, how many have taken? One, two. I, I've taken tests. So now it's like, it got serious. I didn't want to take a test initially. I was like, Pakewe, you know, it's like, I know I'm taking care of myself. But then when mm -hmm. shit got real, I was like, you know what? Let's, 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 let's put things into perspective. Yeah. My, my, my abuelita, they brought her from her home in Tijuana to kind of stay with my parents' house so they can look after her and avoid having a situation happen like with your mom. And yeah, I mean, we went over there. We took the kids over there. We don't want to, we don't want to jeopardize anybody. You know right. I mean? I know it's not recommended that uh, you go visit your family and stuff like that. But I mean, that they're, they're part of our inner circle. Yeah. They're, they're part of the, like my, my moms and my dads, they don't go anywhere, man. My sister and my brother-in-law, they don't go anywhere. If anything, I'm the recluse. And by recluse is like me going to fucking work. 
and me checking in on the businesses. But aside from that, I mean, I hang out with you knuckleheads and, and I told wife, he's like, it's not like I hang out with people I don't know. I hang out with people who I know have something to lose. I know I hang out with people who protect themselves as much as they can because they don't want to compromise, you know, their loved ones situation. That being said, bro, fuck, it's still crazy. You can catch this shit all quick and it's, it, it'll get you and you, you're not even going to know what's up. You're going to hear some crazy noises because we're outside. It's trash day. Oh, is it trash day? It's too? trash day, bro. And then... Uh, the, is that how it is on the west side? The trees are rustling. Oh, yeah, you're oh. not from the west side, It's a Wednesday. Bro. We don't get trash till Friday. Yeah, Dang bro. it. That means <laughs> Saturday. No, that means Monday then. Let me tell you what oh, else. Yeah, yeah. What, what else is different on the west side? <clears throat> We have fucking yards, bro. You guys on the east side don't have yards. I have a little. I have a little backyard that is the worst. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> the worst. But it's something, though. I mean, See, everything is old over here. But I mean, look at this. You get to hear everything, bro. Okay. Wow. I mean, let's not dwell on on things that are out of our control. We can only control yep. what we can. Take care of you yourselves. Know? Do your best to be your best. Stay outside. Mm -hmm. Wear your mask. Have you been taking vitamins and shit like that, or puro pedo nel? Um, I take a multivitamin. Is it in, in gummy form? No. <laughs> the kids do that one. <laughs> I have a gummy form vitamin, that's why. Oh, <laughs> uh -huh. I have like two. There's like one with vitamin fucking D and a bunch of other stuff. And then another one that's like other vitamins. Yeah, man, I take I take vitamins with, in gummy form. So and other gummies. Oh, I thought and you meant vitamin THC that you take. No, las gomitas también es otro pedo. Las gomitas son ya cuando baja el sol. Yeah, I say, you know what, I... I'd smoke weed when the business is done, when my right, day is right, over. You right. know, I ain't okay. trying to mix okay. business with pleasure. Have you been smoking? Me, no. Puro pedo en chicara de chich que te cargas, da. En no mala cara. How about you, Moreno? No, I don't know if you guys want to, since you're educators, never. but that's probably a fucking taboo question, but I'm going to take your wink as a yes, both of you. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I started smoking a lot more, like, in the last two months. Nice. Not, not, I guess nice. It's not really a vice. It's not something that derails me or, like, deters me from reaching my goal. Like I said, I smoke at night. You know, the kids are asleep. Everything's done. I run outside real quick. Pop, pop, pop. Take a couple hits. I make one joint last about a week and a half. Damn. See, I, I only do, like, two puffs, bro. Go. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what this means. Ah, yeah, I don't not. swear. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Shit, bro. Chris, your dude. lungs would say otherwise. No one's gonna believe that. Yeah, man, COVID ain't gonna get in them lungs. There's too much freaking THC in there already, bro. It's like, I can't swim. <laughs> it's all burrito. It's all burrito right now. It, it, it's very, it's been helpful, man. I mean, I I picked up drinking beer. ¿Qué tal? Since COVID. You picked up drinking beer since you, you started making me? labels, bro. As soon as you came on board and started making Those labels. Those labels are pretty badass. Look at too. you. You know what? <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. They are badass. But ever since I started helping out with the labels, the beer tastes delicious. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the yeah. labels are awesome, man. The labels have gotten some love. The labels have gotten a lot of attention. I yeah. feel like the labels have gotten a lot of attention. And from that attention, a lot of love. You know? Um, yeah. Today, they, what was it? La Flama Blanca was, uh, was on the local news for uh, being a... A beer you must have for the, the New Year's, you know? Yeah. Flama Blanca. And there was your pinchy Flama Blanca knockoff of Carta Blanca cover. I was yeah. Like, I, was 30, like, yeah. 30. I was like, cue the countdown for the days we get a cease and desist from fucking Carta Blanca, Because <laughs> when we were to release this beer, we only said, hey, you know what? It's 500 fucking Crowler labels. How much ruckus are we going to raise with 500 fucking labels? And all of a sudden, it's like beer, beer of the month. 
in, in January. So next week, it's going to be Beer of the Month for San Diego. No blah, blah, blah. Got Dog or Beer of the Week. Beer of the Month. One of those awesome. two. Yeah. And then it's on the Pinchy News today. And it's already like a, a local favorite, bro. Everybody Hell comes yeah. in for La Flama Blanca. So And then, bitch, you made shirts with La Flama Blanca logo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Those wait, were nice. Wait, they were a little bit more than nice. They were fucking uh, belligerently obvious is, is what they are. But I'm on board, bro. Hey, it's all good. You know what I like though is is several times there's been several labels that we've made that you know oh let's just make five hundred probably won't sell I know I don't know if we'll get rid of them and then a few weeks later hey we need more of those labels that's a fucking trip I feel like that has been there's I I always attribute stages in in projects as levels and I was like oh shit I think we hit a legitimate level we hit a legitimate level because I told you when we did Chevy's and then I was like bro this one is gonna be a banger. Said one, the beer is going to be awesome. And two, the design that's going to come out with it, the one we hooked up with Splurjo, he, he did the, the animated Chalino Sanchez yep. hanging out of his pinchy Cheyenne, but instead of a 45, he's having a, a Kawama in his hand, bro. And I told him, I said, bro, this one, I say, this is going to be big. So when we ordered shirts, I was like, yeah, whatever, just order a little bit of shirts. I don't know what's up. Order a little bit of labels. Tell me we didn't run out of shirts in the first weekend and the labels, like in the first week. Now we're on the like reorders for Crowlers, reorders for. <laughs> The labels, man. Everything. We've hit the new level with 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 beer lo- logos and, and and actual beer, which is something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be like, all right, cool. People know our beers. You know, people yep. know, oh, you know what? I'm a big fan of Flama Blanca. Oh, that label. I'm a big fan of the Charming Style. Oh, my God, that label. You know, and, and it, the, the dream or the idea was always release a beer and release it with a shirt. Release it like an album, bro. Right. You know, like when an album drops, an album drops and all the merch comes along with it. You leak a couple of things here. Leak. It's like when we drop a beer, I want to drop the beer, drop the shirt, drop the pinchy stickers, the, the, whatever comes with it. Like I want it to be a whole experience. Most of our beers are associated with music, a song or something. And it's like, I feel like we hit our niche with that. You know, that's what we do now. We release one Norteño style uh theme beer then we hit you with the punk rock style beer yep. then back to a norteño then pa 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 a little bit of emo with needle in the hay a little bit of 80s flavor with the pinchy this charming style you know it's like it just we're doing what i always thought we would do Yep. thank you and 2021 we'll get tighter with it got him out the way yeah Tom. well he has a shed now oh yeah he has a shed, shed now it's on on now <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a beer. Like, I don't know how many people are familiar with the band Phoenix TX. There's a band called Phoenix TX, and they have a a, a song dedicated to... ¿Cómo se llama la pinche morra de Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I know who you're talking about, but I yeah, know Yeah, yeah. And, and it's... Uh, pa, 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 pa. The song's called Threesome. And I wanted to do a, the, the, that, that type of beer where it's like three style hops, pop, pop, pop into mm. a beer. And then on the cover, the beer label is going to be... Three hops on the on the bicycles, like on the Lechuza album of that, and they're kind of looking over their shoulder, and it's like, boom, yeah, that just happened. Okay, that just happened. And and I think one thing to to note is that's kind of how these beer labels have worked out, where we have a conversation, yeah. you have an idea, and then I play with it a hey. little bit, hey. you know. Hey. 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 What else is going on in that shit of yours there, bro? <laughs> but that's how it is. Like, I, I love collaborating. Uh-huh. I think that's that's one of my superpowers. Is, I don't know if they is have collaborating you. with people. Latinx and- man. 
<laughs> oh, that was the other question for today. No, but for real, like, I love, like, if, if people know me, like, they know that I like to collaborate and work with others. And, huh? and I think especially with the art, I work better when, when I'm bouncing ideas off of someone, you know, and, and to have, you know, something that's related to music, too, that it already inspires me. It just makes it easier. It's been awesome. And it's fun. It's been awesome. And yeah. then to see the reaction from people and the, the repost, like, man, it's awesome. For me, the repost is everything, you know. Yeah. It's not, obviously, aside from the people coming into the brewery, picking up the beer, buying the shirt, the repost, the people send me pictures of, oh, look what I saw. I was at the beach and I saw this person rocking this. Yeah. Oh, look at you guys are in Guadalajara. Oh, yeah. wow, I saw you guys are here. So I'm like, that's that's what I like, you know. And it's yeah. not like, it's a, it's a stroke of your ego. It's like, fuck, I knew that would work. Like, I, I knew when we sat down and we talked about it, I knew that it was going to be Cuidado con el pichiquero, Bert. Estamos aquí directamente en tres cuadras norte de la tercera. We're in West Chula Vista. Aquí. We're in West Chula Vista. Everything's allowed. But yeah, but the, the other question, like we were talking about, reason I brought both of you guys in, you both are educators, and I needed some education. Um, had a question. You know, I, I, it's not a very um, hotly contested uh, inquiry. But people have gotten a little bit heated when I asked them about what's the difference between Latinx and a Latino, Latina. What do people prefer to be called? What is a politically correct term to use? And why can't I just be Mexican? You know, because that's, that's a valid point. You know, because I, I, I've never really associated myself with Latino, Hispanic, Chicano, um, all of those things. You know, they're all labels and they're all the rightly so fit within a certain demographic of people. I'm a Mexican-American, but my parents are from, you know, the, the homeland. I'm born here in San Diego, so by definition, I am a Chicano. Um, but I've always just considered myself Mexican. When people say, what are you, Mexican, man? Whatever, you know? Now, bro, no manches, bro. It's, just, it's, like, it's like six boxes, and you got to make sure you fill out the correct one. Latinx, Latino. What is Latinx? Wait, before, what was the result? Ooh, you want the result, bro? Yeah. Fuck, so the results was, the question was, um, what would you rather be called? 350 people said Latino and like 40 people said Latinx. Uh. Yeah. So it was, it was vastly in one direction, which I attribute to the people, the general demographic that listen to Emo Brown, which I don't even want to say as a blanket statement, but ma the majority are our age. You know, mm -hmm. they're in their mid thirties, you know, the, the dark side of the thirties hitting their forties. By poking around and reading a little bit, those are the people that really don't connect with the Latin X uh, terminology, you know. Mm. So the people that in our demographic that we kind of uh, allure with with this podcast are Latinos, based on that shit. What's a Latin Xer though? I think it's a. I think it really depends on context too. I think all of the things that you that you just discussed about Latino, Hispanic. I think that is depends on your experience, right? I think that depends on how you consider yourself. Like growing up and being Mexican-American is completely different for somebody or very similar or different to somebody who considers themselves Chicano or considers themselves Latino or Latinx. I think Latinx is a, is a new construct and I think it depends on what context you use it in. Like we're using in like in media, describing somebody in general mm -hmm. as a blanket thing, I think Latinx is okay, right? You may not accept it, but you know that that refers to you, mm -hmm. right? But when I'm talking to you, Chicle or you, Steve, it's like, I'll say I'm, I'm Mexican. But that my my identity has evolved from being Mexican to now being Mexican-America. 
mm-hmm. right? Chican, the Chicano movement, the things that you hear from about you know, the seventies and Cesar Chavez, that doesn't relate to me because I don't, I my parents weren't here when I was going on, as opposed to my wife's parents and my wife's grandma who was going through that. So for her, I can see her saying, "I'm Chicana." I can't see myself saying that for myself. What do you say for yourself? I say, t- I, I t- "I'm I'm Mexican American." Yeah. But I mean, if somebody says, "Oh, you're Latinx," I'm okay with that because I understand they're trying to be inclusive. That doesn't it doesn't feel like it's a disrespect. You know what I mean? I feel you. I don't feel disrespected when people try to lump me in a Latinx. I just feel like, what is that? Yeah, but you I know? think I think people get feel disrespected when they make you do it. Mm. Like they say, no, you have you're using the wrong connotation. You have to call me Latinx. I think that's mm. that's mm-hmm. when it gets a little more confrontation. Why? Why do I got to call somebody Latinx? Right. Oh, because. That the X means that there's no there's no gender, gender right? associated. There's no with right. It. There's no O for male or A for female. It's just like you're trying to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? In, in speaking Spanish, that you can't. You have feminine and masculine for all these words. There is no. There is no uh, like in English language. It's a lot simpler, right? Oh. You, or in in English, and ella or el is is, is way different. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for me, I don't have an issue with it. I think. Us who are a little bit older may have to learn these things. And maybe right now we're like, we're against it, we're against it, we're against it. But maybe we don't know the context behind it. And I wonder, like now that you're saying that, and I know we talked about this the other day, but now hearing it explained again, I I think the term is also for English speakers, you know, because primarily when an English speaker label someone as latino or latina you know they like which making a judgment right right. but now latinx is more inclusive is for anybody i think with all the different movements that that have been you know over the i guess decades now right of, of lgbtq all of that stuff that you know people have made progress and you know i think we as a society, I think in general, are more accepting and for sure, you know, open-minded. So I think there's obviously it, it'll never be perfect, right? And I think Latinx is is another effort to be more inclusive of the Latino community yeah. and, and all members of it, right? But I, I think to your point, like I grew up, I was Mexican, you know, and it wasn't until I was like, I don't know, twenty three, twenty four, maybe older. When someone told me that I wasn't Mexican, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, like, what do you mean? Well, you weren't born in Mexico. Like, you were born in the United States. So but you, but you see this nopal on my forehead, bro? I mean, shit. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, our, my experience was I grew up, you know, here in San Diego. I was born here. But I spent so much time in Tijuana. And my first language was Spanish, you know. I watched Mexican TV. We're on the border. We get those free air channels. Yeah. Like so many Spanish channels, right? Di- live and direct from Mexico. Chiquilladas. Carrus- hey. Carrusel de niños. Yeah. Siempre en Domingo was always Siempre. in my room. No, dude. A la cama domingo. con porcel. Oh, shit. Oh, hey. That was me, bro. Hey, bro. I would watch that after hours, bro. Like, I, I was little, but hey, I would but be that like, show what? was filmed here in the States. No? Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I, think so. I don't know. That was, I always like, it was like the Mexican Benny Hill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Benny Hill show, bro. Right, that Benny right. Hill show was it was wild, bro. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we grew up watching those shows when I was little, and you know, I watched all that. Sabo gigante, todo el pedo, corazón de piedra, 
Rosa ah, Salvaje, all the novelas, las novelas, dos mujeres, un camino, bro, like those are the things you just, my abuelita took care of us, so those were the novelas that we'd watch, you know, yeah. like, and then along the way I fell in love with like Carrusel, Carrusel was my shit, and then every Friday yeah. it was Chiquilladas, bro. Oh, yeah, Did, yeah. You don't remember Carrusel? Carrusel de Nino. It was like bro. a kid's yeah, show. Yeah, it was yeah, a kid's, yeah, yeah. kids like, uh. It was like a Saturday morning show? Saturday no, morning, it was no? like Friday evening, like around five, and it was a, it was a show like, um. Based around like you know elementary style style kids in a private school, all walks of life. You had the rich little, and it was fucking. What was the other one? Uh, I grew up more like uh, Chespirito, Chabelo. Those were the, yeah. the classics. Yeah, for sure. And then all the movies, right? Tintan, they were, you know what? Looking Cantin back, bro, Flans. they were all racist as fuck, bro. Oh yeah, they were those those Black shows. And... They were all those, those shows were fucking racist as fuck, bro. <laughs> I mean, you you look at all TV though, from like the seventies, eighties, all TV everywhere. I would, say, no, I would say even like the, like the past two years, like looking back at the different lens now of like the Me Too, oh, yeah. all this, and you can totally see all that. So but, in into the new millennium. Is that what it is? New millennium? The one we're in the now? 2000, 2010? I feel like recently Go things ahead. have started to change. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Shit, you can look back at Saved by the Bell, the early years, and well, some of the then, things are cringeworthy. Yeah. Beverly Hills 90210, you look at them, you're like, all right, that shit might not fly now. Yeah. You can look at shows like Friends, all of these shows that are, you know, network you sensations. Wifey was watching that shit last oh, night, bro. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I mean, wifey, wifey, wifey. wifey is a big fan of that shit. Me, I thought it was madness. It was very pale and very... No me llama la atención. Like, I watch mm -hmm. it, I was like... But look at that show. Some basic-ass jokes right here. Come but on. look at that show. <laughs> Come on, like, guys. No people Step it up. As like, no people love color. Seinfeld. Seinfeld was good. I, I'm not, a, I'm not uh, gonna lie. I was a fan huge of fan of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. Huge fan of Kirby, no. your enthusiasm. Who, what, what, what were you watching? What the fuck were you watching, Christian? The Simpsons. Ah, oh, but that it. That's it? Yeah. Everything that came out after all the reruns that were like at 10 o'clock at night, I associate with old people. See, wait, it's because you, you, you strike me as a, a young man who watches MASH. You know, you're just like, oh, <laughs> yo soy el Christian Moreno y me encanta el MASH. It you was know? Like, if it was like <laughs> MASH and it, was, and it was like Cheers. Like I never got into any of those shows. Oh, I thought you were going to say though, that is what you watch. No, I don't watch those. I, I, I've never watch. watched MASH. Neither. Yeah, I've never, never watched MASH. Never, never, never. But I would do more like, I wouldn't even do novelas either. We are talking about novelas earlier. I remember, but I remember the names, right? I remember like mm -hmm. Dalia's like first novela. I remember that. Like, was that what oh, What's it called? Oh, What's it called? Damn. I remember, I remember but I didn't watch them. My mom watched them. Well done. Sorry, you pulled that one out of the hat. Well done. <laughs> we we are of an era where TV was a, a big big influence in our in our lives, bro. You know, I mean, we're raised by TV in a sense. What was your go to? In what language? Oh, and oh, bilingual either both. Um, in English, <laughs> sounds lame. Little House on the Prairie, bro. I used to love watching Little House on the Prairie. Um, how old are you? <laughs> I'm old, bro. But I mean, this was 60? on. <laughs> it was on channel. It was on. It, it, it was on TBS. TBS at five in the morning, and I started school at seven. He had cable. the bro, Benito. Benito brings up. Um, oh my so I would, God. I would watch. I would watch Little House on the Prairie, and then after Little House on the Prairie, um, Saved by the Bell, the the early years started. The one when they were in Chicago, when Bayside was in Illinois, not in Santa Monica. Oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't know, know that. Yeah, I'm telling you. AC Slater was a black kid. He wasn't a Mexican kid back then. No way. Really? Yeah, bro. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a whole different. That, that's what I watched when I was like, guys, you, you didn't watch like Little House in the Prairie? I didn't have cable. 
or anything like that because i'm a big fan of like westerns like that like little house on the prairie dances with wolves yeah um, movies yeah movies dances with wolves all of those uh last of the mohicans oh my jam know. tombstone bro tombstone wifey's never Wyatt, watched it wider yeah wife has never watched it Shh. we were watching a little bit and she's like i oh, don't watch it in front of the kids i was like young guns not? Never watch Young Guns. I never watch that one. You no. never watch that one? No, that se me hizo cool. muy, muy pirata esa pinche película con los uh, Estevez Brothers. No. No, wait. What, <laughs> what did you watch growing up? What did you watch? TV shows? Um, I was more into cartoons. You know, that's back when they had cartoons during the week in yeah, the mornings. Yeah, yeah. So I would watch like G.I. Joe, Transformers, you know. G.I. Um, Joe. G.I. Joe was legit. There wasn't like a Saturday thing that was like during the week thing? Yeah, it was oh, during okay. the week. It was show in the morning and in the afternoon, like right when you oh, got home right. from school. It was school. like four, like. And then Saturdays was like the extra bonus cartoons with like I remember Strawberry used to Shortcake. Watch the one. That was a special. The Snorks. I, I don't think the Snorks were on regular TV. Yeah, they were, bro. They were on KSI. They were like a nine. Nah. See where really? that's where I watched the Snorks. Were they on you K-Wiz? know which one I used to mm. watch? There was a cartoon with Wayne Gretzky. Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan. They were superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, and they saved the day. I remember that one. That was a good show. Damn. Yeah. Scooby Doo was my shit. Yeah. You know? And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you. I like Looney Looney Tunes and uh, Mm -hmm. what was the other one? The one with Woody Woodpecker. They said he went from Racista. Go ahead. Was he really? Dude, all those Bugs Bunny episodes. Like, if wow, you, all those old cartoons. There's, there's a streaming service, uh, the Cartoon Network, that you can go back and watch old school uh, caricaturas. You know, like stereotypes? Bro, no man. Just, bro. Asians. And, and I'm yeah. watching, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is raw. This is fucking yeah, raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're talking cautiously about Latinx and Latinos. Motherfucking Bugs Bunny didn't give two shits, bro. Right, two, I was right. like, all right, cool. But well, I mean, you different think era. about it, even like all the Disney movies of back in the day. You you could be yeah. very critical of yeah yeah, but I think we're evolving. You know, we're all evolving. More people are involved in making shows that are more conscious of, of those things. That's funny you bring that up. We were watching um, la película Soul. Oh yeah, Soul just came out, right? I loved it. Great movie. Great yeah. movie. It, it I feel like it was too advanced for the boys. You know, like they mm. they jo- they saw it for the first layer of the message that was being. Yeah, like presented, part. you know, like that was the layer they got. Oh, he died. Oh, he came back. Oh, look at Ababa. It's a better look this. But then, like, wife and I were like, oh, we got caught in our fields just watching this yeah. movie. And I was like, oh, Absolutely. man, this is, this is like way deeper. I find myself asking wife, he's like, what does this movie mean to you? What did this movie represent to you? You know, like mm-hmm. what? And, just, and then we talked about it, you know, just like short term. That's awesome. Like, uh, like, I don't know, like satisfaction as opposed to like, you know, long term goals and, and things that really matter. You Happiness. Know? Yeah, like things that really matter as opposed to, yeah. uh, oh, I got I'm got this person on the podcast. This is my goal. I was able to get Pinchy Mario Lopez on the podcast. This is what my ultimate. Really? No, you know what I'm saying? I'm speaking in <laughs> hypotheticals, bro. Nah, but it's like you're putting like, it like, out like, there. like I'm missing I'm missing the, the the journey, you know? Don't right. don't just fast forward to to the ultimate goal. Like right. enjoy the ride cuz you may never get to the ultimate goal. That goal is not guaranteed, bro. Yeah, and know? it's like a priorities too, right? Huh. Cuz like what I liked was that once he got to that that moment. Wait, are that you giving spoilers? Been, are you giving spoilers? Had right been now? dreaming of come on, it's, achieving something. Nobody's listening to us. And then Nobody he was cares. like, <laughs> "Wait, like I don't feel it." Yeah, you know. And I, I think that's the thing. And it, it's funny because if COVID has done anything, I think is is helped me pump the brakes on a lot of things that I had been doing. Yep. And suddenly I'm I'm asking myself and Selena like, why? You know, what is it about that? 
And then coming to terms with like, I'm not the same person that I was four years ago, three years ago, maybe good. even seven months ago. Good. You know? But that's good. Hell yeah, that's good. But it, it also feels, there's a part of it that feels selfish. But then watching that movie. Perspective. And then like seeing things that, that pop up on my thread of, of you know, like quotes. I, I love quotes. You know, it's really pushing me to to reevaluate what I'm doing, What's the why movie? I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And and where do I want to be down the line? Bums me out that Christian didn't like it, didn't want to oh, watch it. Right? No, yeah. I it, it, it bums me out that he didn't want to watch it. <laughs> but I think yeah. it's the same thing, like what you said, right? Like for our kids, Pixar is like for us. I think that's for like our generation. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. Like that, like at face said, value, the boys are gonna mm-hmm. love it, right? For sure. Pero like you got a deeper message. Deeper, the like, deeper message there. for the parents is for like all these, you know, millennials who are trying to figure out things. You life. with the labels. You, you with the yeah. labels. Latinx millennials. This is for them. Exactly. Just for them. I was reading an article about Soul, and it said, there's always controversy. So the controversy that I read about this movie is that, why is it that any movie that has a black uh, leading character, you can't let them just be a black leading character. They either have to die and come back as something else. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, is that true? And I mean, I, my ADD kicked in at that point, and I didn't get too far down the, the, the rabbit hole on searching, like, what other movies could they possibly be talking about? But if somebody took the time to write about it, it's got to be some sort yeah. of truth rooted with it. You I know? think what I read was that it's like a stereotype of turning people of color into animals. Mm. And if you, when you watch the movie, you know, he turns into the cat. Yeah. And I think that's like, that was like an issue. And then they, they, they got consultants who were people of color, who knew the history of um, stereotyping people of color. And then they were able to say, no, th- it was all right. Like the way, you, the way it was portrayed, it was okay. It wasn't a, a stereotype. As it used to, as as it used to be, crazy. But these are all the filters you got to run ideas through before you know, it comes and, out the other side. And it it's cool because a couple of weeks ago, um, I am one of the advisors for our Mecha group at school, and we had a conversation about representation and you know how are we portrayed in movies, the media, TV, you know, radio, like all of it, and that's something that. That I guess the consensus was, like, what is an appropriate representation? You know, like, right. there's always going to be something that either feels exaggerated, feels too much, like, oh, here we go again with the animals, you know? Right. Like, I feel like there's always going to be something because we're, like, who we are is complex, you know? And we, most of us, like, even just us discussing how do we label ourselves like we see ourselves as different things at different times and it may de- even depend on where you're at or who you're with for sure. Right. So I think we're never going to get it a hundred percent right. Cause there, there's always going to be someone with a different experience. Different people from that in the same, room who will see you differently. Right. right? So I don't well, know. I loved it. You know, I thought the message was, was what stood out the most. Yeah. And I think for, for our communities of color where, you know, we, we are raised to, to think like you have to reach certain heights or you have to do certain things to be successful and to feel happy. And, you know, I think so many of us end up just grinding so hard that Con, we don't get to enjoy, right? We don't get to enjoy like yeah, the, know, the fruits I, of our labor. Right. But I think that's because of maybe our, our survivalist mentality of you mm-hmm. know, being coming from an immigrant family myself. Like I know it was just to survive. Right? right. It wasn't until my wife told me, "Hey, you should have a bank account." Oh shit! I should have a bank account. Like it right. wasn't. It, 
because that's something that, that wasn't something that we had. Right. It's just you you make it, you save the money, you know, under under the, under the cushions, right? Like for <laughs> real, like uh, under under the mattress and in then, a box and under my bed. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. if there was enough to save. Yeah. I mean, savings was not even a thing because yeah. we, you know, I was a renter growing up, and yeah. that's why when I, when I talked to my wife, and she was a homeowner, and like her mom bought a home, and that was that was our we were we were very different. Even having she's like a third generation, and I'm first generation. Like that was a big difference. The fact that she her first language is English was a big deal for you're, me. You're changing expectation for yeah, your for yeah. your uh, family, yeah. your lineage of moving forward, though. Right, but I mean, then also then also like picking it back on your, on your the podcast that you did with your wife today was, you know, oh you heard it. Simon, like Say, ha, ha, just put it out like an hour yeah, ago. I I <laughs> but I think the, the thing about like our kids, right? Like t- talking about our kids and our expectations change, but also the way we the way we raise our kids change, and then that kind of something yeah. kind of like there's you, it changes what how they are how they are compared to you. Like I know my kid's a little bit spoiled. I know he is a little bit spoiled, and you know that that wouldn't fly with us. Our nah. parents would not do that, mm-hmm. right? You my know. parents were easy going though. I mean, and I, and I harped this. I was a good kid. They, 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 they told me to do things and I would do it, you know, and wifey didn't believe me until she asked my mom. I was like, oh no, it's a niño, you know, it's like, bien obediente, you know, respetoso. My sister was a fucking savage, you know, like not me. Like my parents would say, nah, you can't go out. You can't do this. I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't going nowhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe my kids would fly over there and they do cause they're over there like every weekend. They, they go and spend the night like once every couple of weeks <laughs> and hang out. They fucking they love it, man. They come back. They they eat everything they're not supposed to eat. They do everything they're not supposed to do, and it's cool because I mean, we've been stuck indoors for ten months. Yeah, yeah. these kids these kids need to wild out a little bit. They need to they need to know that not everything is going to be this structured for them moving. You know, like in the future. Right now, obviously, we're in a we're in a, a specific situation where these kind of parameters exist. You know, because they're beyond our control. But moving forward, like. Hopefully shit gets back to normal, but in the meantime, because yeah. I tell wifey more than anything else, I gotta, we gotta loosen the grip a little bit. These, these little kids, yeah. they're little kids, we gotta let them, let them play, let them fight, let them work it out, let them eat, let them eat fucking candy. Normally they don't eat candy. Let them eat that candy. Let them do this. Stay up a little late. Let them play a little bit of PlayStation. You know, it's okay. I mean, they're not hurting anybody. If anything, they're just like learning to to adapt, to cope, which is a fucking a survival skill in itself. Learning yep. to adapt in a situation that. You weren't really expecting to happen, but now here we are 10 months in. It's like, okay, fuck. I can't go here. I can't go there. What can I do? Adapt, you know, keep yeah. moving. But then talking to you about like those labels, right? Like we're talking about Latinx and Latino or whatever. I think having discussions, being open to it, that's like perfect for your kids. Because if they ask you what this means, you've already mm-hmm. thought it out, right? You already talked about like, well, you know, you can have a good understanding of what these labels mean for them. Yeah, what if your kid says, I'm Latinx, you know? I mean, they got to learn about that. For sure. You know? and, 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 and it's like religion for us. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I don't know how religious you guys are. I'm not. Zero. Less than zero. Negative religion. And parents, hardcore religion. You know, like they take their kids to church. If they ask, they'll say, do you guys want to go to church? And a couple of them will say, yeah, I'll go. I don't know why. I mean, at their age, I was bored out of my fucking mind going to church. I would count the, the tiles in the ceiling, the windows inside of the pinche iglesia, you know? And like, if you take me to Our Lady of Guadalupe, I can tell you how many... <laughs> how many rails are on the top ceiling you know how many pews there are on each side because that's all <laughs> i did i would just count those things and and do it over and over and over but these kids they like going to church i will not stop them if that's what they want to do that's what they're going to do but me i mean i just i, I don't see a, a value in in church damn that's on it raw no but i mean it's, it's true i just i've never been a big fan of church see but that's the, that's the thing we're talking about if somebody imposes their their beliefs on you that's when it's just like 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chill out, bro. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, like it's, what, it's what's best for you. What's best for your kids. When we got married, we pissed some people off because we didn't get married to the church. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. it was like, mi, mi se merece una inglesa, la, la, la. I was like, I don't disagree with you. I just, I, you never did it though? Nah. It was not in the cards. We got married. We got a, I believe I want to say it was a, a rabbi came and married us. Outdoors. <laughs> really? Yeah. We'll talk. Fuck with me, man. And um, Japanese Friendship Garden in Balboa uh, Park. Man. It was beautiful. You had a little ceremony. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not saying I'm against parties, dog. Yeah. I'm saying I just don't like Wait, the Wait, at your ceremony, aspect. though? Like you had, had a rabbi and all that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like you the, had a ceremony your own way? Yeah, just not yeah. with the religious uh, that wasn't the overtones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was more like, you know, it's it's a union of love and whatever. And, and as one of my little weenies comes out right now. He's escaping. House, Look at him. You know, say, wait, como que? Release from prison, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> the- <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to stop my kids from doing what they want. Yeah. I need them to experience that thing. I need them to fall. And that's where wifey and I always have like, right. a, oh, no, I want them to fall. I want them to fail. I want them to figure out, oh, maybe this is for me. Maybe this isn't for me. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's the difference, right, of of being able to explore in that way and not feeling like you have to be great at ever, at whatever you do. You have to be good because if you ain't good, then that's not – you should do something else or not do anything at all, right? And I think that's where our kids, you know, mine are soon to be 12 and 10, and, you know, they've played just about every sport that was close to us, you know, and, and they liked some, they didn't others. And, you know, they're not done exploring. Obviously with COVID, we haven't done anything. Like they hardly leave the house, you know, but I definitely want them to, to try things out, you know, and see what it is they like. And, you know, I, I feel like going back to the movie, I, I, to me, that's what it's about is like, if something makes you feel good, then, Keep going. Right. You know, see where, where it leads. And then if you get there and it's not it, then that's cool too. You, you, you know, took that no chance. Shame in that. Yeah, you, you tried it, yeah. you, know? I, you know? It's like anything. Like, I don't like this kind of food. Have you ever had it? No. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not going to take your opinion as valid if you've right. never tried something. Yeah. Right? You know, you, you have to. You're telling me you don't <laughs> like you to should. Do, you should. You don't like to train jujitsu, my son. Uh, why not? You know, I've never. T- come on. I need it to come from a place. Like, give me a valid reason. I get yeah, hurt. Some I don't like, you know? So it's like, yeah, that, that's what I want these boys to learn. And that's what I feel like in this last 10 months is what we have learned. Yep. I've become a better parent. I've become a better husband. I've become a better friend out of this forced self-reflection yep. time period, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a Zoom meeting we got to jump on to, boys. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh, tie a little ribbon on this thing. You know what? 46 minutes. This one was better than the last one, I think, as production value goes. Um, final thoughts? Something you want to wrap up with? Well, I think being... I mean, I don't know how many more podcasts you'll be doing. Probably two a day, it sounds like. <laughs> um, but for me, like this was a the podcast, the first one I ever did was with you and, and Christian. Uh huh. You know, and I think one of the the themes that came up in those early <laughs> podcasts with myself and you was becoming a, a better version. You know, and I think at the time we didn't think it was gonna go on mm, this long. long. But man, I could tell you, like, I'm I'm in that path. Of, of being a better version like you just mentioned you know all the different layers of who we are have we had layers i i i think i'm i'm on the right path mm-hmm. you know there's definitely things i've changed and mm-hmm. you know uh, obviously a lot more room to grow into and, and get better but I'm, I'm really happy i'm i'm happy and there's changes that have happened that i, I think 
maybe a year ago I wouldn't feel happy about. Ooh, give it to me now. You know, but whoa. now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that sounds, that sounds it's all good. What? Well, just like you know, the early on in the the podcast, like the coffee shop closed. We we're gonna do something else that you know didn't end up working out, and I think that's. I don't know. Maybe that it was meant to be that way for now. For now. And it opens the doors for other opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think, you know, again, I think if this had happened earlier without so much time to think and reflect and talk, I probably would be going through it. Yeah. yeah. But I think now it's like, you know what? It's okay. It's just another, another thing that happened and it's 2020. Damn. You just gotta keep rolling. Damn, that was deep. I want to do a year in review, but it's almost like there's not going to be time. But that that was kind of like a, that was kind of like a year in review right there, bro. A little bit. That was good, profe. Yeah, I think along the same lines, and I don't. I think so, I think some of us figure things out maybe later on in this 2020. You know, I think some of us are so busy. Oh, a trash can. Is that recycling or is that the actual? That is trash can. Oh, that is trash. trash. Should I wait? No, no. good, bro. What? This no, is reality. Just, just like <laughs> yeah. Some of us are so busy that we don't really have not been able to separate our time from work and then like our home life until now. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Or you know, like you're working like crazy right now because this is the season. So maybe these next four days for you become like better mm. than the last three months, four months, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel right now. Like I'm, I'm like right now. I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm not stressing out. I'm not teaching new teachers i'm not teaching 210 kids i'm just like in my zone right now you went from yeah. 20 tasks a day probably down like to three yeah. tasks you know like the most things that i have to do is is like make breakfast there you go and make lunch yeah you know I so i think right now i'm like in, in a good spot and right now is like for me is right now is the time for for reflection right now because i haven't nice. had time to do it i've yeah. I, I seen that with you I, i've seen that with you for every sure. time you talk to me i'm like stressed mm -hmm. yeah hey wait this little, this little guy just came in a little, don't be touching buttons, young man. What's wrong with you? Calmado. Calmado. So, yeah, um, I've, I've kind of gone through the same thing, but. <laughs> you know, we're going to wrap this thing up. This young man right here is going directly. He's going wild. He does it wait. He's like doing a mosh pit. Oh. Get him. Oh, get him. He's in the headlock. He's in the headlock. Oh. You know what? Oh, watch out. We'll be back with more. Yeah, <laughs> from the treehouse. From the treehouse. You're going to get in trouble rowdy. right now, Oliver. Chinga mau pues. <laughs> Guys. Oliver coming in clutch. Thank you very much for trouble. listening to this one. And we'll see you on the next one. Woo! For this episode of the Emo Brown Asadis like Mexican Podcast, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming, as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. See you